uh, oh, Beatboxing. I can tell. No, but I can tell you what I did today. Was that your? Is <laughs> 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 that your attempt at beatboxing? That's... You should join pentatonics. <laughs> you sound like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that was it. Uh, welcome to New Creation Podcast. My name is Amy, and I'm here with my husband, Jason. Hello. All right. So today, I am going to do something a little bit different today. Are you ready for this? When I was looking for interesting stories, I came across a series of what is considered fast facts, or as other people would think of them, shower thoughts. <laughs> There's 10 of them. Okay. All right. You ready for the first ten, one? There's 10, ten of them. Thoughts. 10 fast facts or shower thoughts. So humans are the only species that pay to live on the planet. (laughs) That was random. I know. We think people with glasses look smarter, but in all reality, they failed the test to get their glasses. That's kind of mean. Well, (laughs) I guess maybe a little bit. I don't know. I wear glasses, so. Okay, this one, this one made me a little anxious. (laughs) Claustrophobic people are perfectly fine with their brains being trapped inside their skulls. Mm. I had not thought of that either. Yeah, for about four minutes following that, I had to think about my brain being trapped in my skull. And I didn't like it. (laughs) One and then a jar. Anywhere you put your brain, it's going to be in something. You can't just levitate unless you're those one things in that movie. I know, but I like... I want to break free. All right, ready? Why does the movie Cars have sidewalks in the town? (laughs) I guess it does. (laughs) Uh, All right. You can get arrested for peeing in front of other people, and then you will be forced to pee in front of other people. (laughs) These are pretty good. We don't check the fridge multiple times to see if we can find new food, we check to see if our standards have dropped since the last time we opened the door. That is very true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you when you think about it, that is exactly what we're checking for. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one too. Clapping is just hitting yourself repeatedly because you like something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's still funny. Are you ready? <laughs> it's making me cry. Okay. Every mirror you have looked into only shows a reverse version of yourself. So you really have no idea what you look like. That's why you take a picture. A selfie. Oh, it's still a reverse version. It's still in reverse. Pictures are still in reverse. Yeah, but I know what you look like. If I take a picture of you, then show it to you. That's what you look like. <laughs> I don't know if that's how, I don't, well, I don't know if that's how it works. That's why I was confused. Hmm. Because what do I look like? (laughs) Oh, why? (laughs) All right, you ready? Yes. You don't, (laughs) this one was for you. You don't realize how heavy your head is. (laughs) (laughs) You don't realize how heavy your head is until you try to hold it up 
when you're laying down. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's how heavy do you think your head is? Probably 10 pounds more. <laughs> 10 pounds more it's than like the average head? Too. No, 10 pounds or more. So this is what I thought was interesting. I didn't really get any much back information on this, and I'll be quite honest, I didn't do the research, but I just like to believe it's true. Lobsters talk to each other by peeing. That needs to be fact-checked, probably. Okay, well, still. All right, so this one was for David, our son. If your arms and legs are significantly longer than your torso, you will still grow in height. Mm, that makes sense. I know, I thought that was handy. It's like dogs when they have big paws. You're like, that's going to be a big dog. Yeah, that's true. And then this last one. So we're going to end on this one, which I really like. Did you know that British military tanks are equipped with facilities to make tea? I think I did know that. I read that in a, like a war book I was reading one time. I think that's lovely. But yeah, probably it's tea time. Yeah, because they have tea. every. I love tea. You know my favorite thing about tea? It's the clotted cream and Ugh, oh, clotted. Why do you, you love it. Cream? You've had it before. You love it, but it's like biscuits and I don't clotted like that cream. Word. So good. Biscuits and, and clotted, clotted cream, cream is delicious. All right. Do you feel smarter? A lot of it was new information for me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready for the verse of the day? The verse of the day. The verse of today. How about <laughs> the verse? The verse. All right. You ready? 2 Timothy 4, 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I like that verse. I do too. Timothy's saying, I, you know, I have finished the race. I love that. And it got me thinking when the kids and I and you were talking about a race. It made me think of the Boulder Boulder, which is a huge race that is in this area, you know, Wyoming, Colorado. And actually people from all over the country come. I mean, there's tens of thousands of people that run. I think in my heat alone, there was probably what? Three, four thousand people that ran that one. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. Well, it's a big deal. It's a big draw. It's like yeah. a nationally or maybe even internationally known, renowned race. Yeah. And I didn't have to qualify. It wasn't like the Boston Marathon or the New York City Marathon or anything. It was just, you know, a fun race. You pay the money, you get to run it. It's, it's a 10K and it goes all through the streets of like Boulder, of downtown Boulder and like through the neighborhoods and things like that. This is the longest race I had run at the time. And so I was like, you know, really trying to pace myself and just, and it was important to me the time that I made. It was important that I did well because I trained so hard for that race. So all along the race, there was all these little mini parties, right? And so like people would have their porch and they'd have like a big party on the porch. And so a bunch of runners would stop and they'd go venture off into this party, right? Or they'd go venture off to the other party. There'd be like a little table set up on the side of the road and there'd be people with like um, beer and, you know, just like they, trying to tell people like, come on off the race and come hang out with us. It'll be a lot of fun. And I remember thinking like I'd trained a long time. And so I just <laughs> wanted to run. I mean, I'd really worked hard getting ready for that race. And so I wanted to run this race and I wasn't going to stop. So I kept like watching people drop out of the race to go to these different little parties here and there. And then, so here I come and it was kind of downhill that very last, like maybe 200 yards, you go downhill. And then all of a sudden you come in and you ended up in the stadium, the CU stadium. Remember you were waiting for me at the end Mm -hmm. and you ended up in the CU stadium. And like you, you run in through like, you know, like this big opening. And then inside the stadium, there was a huge party, you know, people were cheering and everyone was excited and everyone was having fun. And there was like all these tables, those little mini parties where people were stopping and got kind of got held up and maybe they didn't even make it to the end. Like they really missed out because like the best part 
was when you finish the race. And so that kind of got me thinking, like, that's a little bit like our walk, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, we finish the race and our reward is eternity with Christ. That's, that's the big party. That's, like, the exciting part. But there's all these little things along our route that are constantly trying to, to get us to step off the path, to forget the training we've done, to forget how we've prepared, to forget how important it is, but just to have that, like, momentary, you know, gratification of, like, oh, I'm going to go over here. That looks like fun. And then pretty soon we're, we're distracted by every little thing that's trying to gain our attention that we never actually get to finish, you know, cross the finish line. And the reward for being faithful, yeah. for, for staying the course, like you said. No, I like it. I like the idea of that. I mean, it is, and it's very true. There's so many things in this world that distract us from actually mm-hmm. who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing as one of those formerly, <laughs> formerly distracted people. I, yeah. can, I can attest to that. Yeah, I think we all were to a certain point. But I think, I think... That, and don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm not distracted easily now, but I try to limit those and maintain my focus. Well, I think that's, but I think that's a good point. I think you can be distracted. Like, I think these things can catch your eye, right? But if you're like, and I know for me, because there were so many people jumping in and out of the race that were going to these little mini parties, that I stuck to the middle of the road. Because if I didn't, I was going to get tripped. You know what I mean? I was going to fall and get hurt. And so I, I stayed away from those people that were constantly going in and out of these little mini parties. I stayed right down the middle of the road. And, and it wasn't like I didn't notice them. I, I got distracted. I saw what was happening. But the, but the important part was that I didn't, leave, I didn't leave the path. I didn't leave, you know, the path that I was running. I stayed focused on that. So I think, I think that's a good point, that you can become distracted. You can notice them. Like you always say, you can't control what comes in front of your vision, but you can control how you respond to it. So you can see that there's all these distractions, but you can choose to whether you want to stay on the path or whether you're going to pop off to one of these small, you know, like instant gratification, long-term disappointment type things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this past Friday, we had kind of a different, we had one of our Celebrate Recovery Presents, and we talked about the eight principles, which I thought was great. And it cleared a lot up for me when we did that talk. Yeah, and it was good that we split it up between you and me because that way you're talking, I'm talking, and it's not just one of us. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that kind of stuck out to you from last Friday, or what are you looking forward to this Friday? Uh, we'll be back on to our, our eight principles. We're going to do admit and teach on them, do the lesson on admit, which is comes right after confession, which is really good. It just gets you in the mindset of like that, that confessing and, and talking with somebody else about it and bringing somebody else into it. And you yeah. don't have to do this on your own, which is such an important part of any recovery. Any of the steps is you don't have to do this on your own. We're not, I don't think we're supposed to, honestly, I think God no. gives us that fellowship. And I think that's the common theme that we've said in almost every single one of our week's podcast is that you don't have to do this alone. Well, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoy your teaching. Well, Hey, listen guys, If you want more of us, you can check us out on Facebook at Celebrate Recovery at Emmaus Road to find out what we've got coming up and what we're going to be doing. And uh, you can come visit us every Friday at Emmaus Road Community Church in Laramie at 6 p.m. And you can come back here every Tuesday afternoon for a new episode of A New Creation Podcast. So until then, we'll be praying for you guys, and we love you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night.